You are now tuned in to the journey. You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life. Hand in hand, side by side. With Jesus, the mastermind. It takes faith, it takes a step to finish a thousand miles. But together, we're in this, and this is called the journey. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Journey Podcast with your host, Karen Sion. It's a brand, brand new week. It is June 16th, and it is the 22nd episode of The Journey. We thank God so much for bringing us this far. 22 episodes, that means there's only three episodes left until season one ends. Oh, my God. I am, is is very emotional, because I'm so happy that God brought us this far and I'm so grateful, but it's also sad because, you know, we won't be able to say what's up everybody for like three months, <laughs> but all shall pass. We will definitely be back with a much more refreshed, revamped version of the Journey podcast as per the spirit of God. On last week's episode, we had the salvation story of the month with Khadija Tumensere. Katie, wherever you are, we just want to say God bless you. Thank you so much for coming onto the show and sharing your, your life experience and also sharing the testament of how God's grace and his salvation reached you. We thank God for your life and we ask that God will continue to make you successful in all your ways. On today's episode, we have a dear sister. She's been on, I think, twice or three times. She came on for two regular episodes and she was on for another two of Quarantine Convo when we were doing it on podcast. She has a very interesting lifestyle <laughs> and um, I admire her so much. So today is not much of an interview. We're just going to have a discussion about self-worth. We're talking about how we're supposed to value ourselves, not just as women, but as believers, as children of God, and as people in general. If you've been tuning into the show, welcome back. And thank you so much for sticking with us through 22 episodes. God richly bless you because everybody from episode one all the way till now. We're just so grateful to you guys for riding with us and being with us on this journey. No pun intended. But if this is your first time listening to the episode, welcome to the Journey Podcast. Like I said, my name is Karen. And let me tell you a little bit about the show. So the Journey Podcast is a Christ-based, Bible-based podcast that focuses on anything and everything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, career choices, relationships, health, marriage, purity, celibacy, sex, all of that. We're talking about everything that has to do with life because this life is a journey. It's full of twists and turns. And God cares about each portion of our lives. So we just want to use this platform to kind of educate ourselves about everything that we're going through and also share testimonies of God's faithfulness and his grace. New episodes drop every Tuesday at 3 p.m., and you can find the previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. And please, 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 again, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Guys, we say this all the time, but y'all don't subscribe. Subscribe, 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 so that you can be notified when new episodes drop. Get ready for our birthday segment, Birthday Best. 
So this week we had a few birthdays. On June 10th, we celebrated Barbara Hyde's birthday. She's actually the guest for today's show. It was her birthday. So happy belated birthday to Barbara. On June 13th, we had our baby Divine. Divine Glory is two years old now. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you, Divine Glory. That's my my baby. She's like my baby. Even though I didn't give birth to her, she's like my baby, baby. (laughs) On June 14th, we had Margaret Buama. Uh, me, Adakwa, happy belated birthday to you. Happy, happy, happy birthday. We thank God so much for your life. If your birthday is in June, June's like halfway done, but if your birthday's in the next half of June, please hit us up and send us a DM on our Instagram page or send us a message on Facebook letting us know that your birthday's coming up and then we're going to shout you out the episode after your birthday occurs. On today's episode, we have one of the birthday celebrants. Her name is Barbara Hyde. Barbara Hyde has been on the show a couple of times, as I mentioned. She is a single mother. She is a social worker. She's a believer. She is an entrepreneur. She is a sister. She's a daughter. She's a mom. She's a friend. And most importantly, she's she's just an overall amazing person. And she is on the show here to talk about how she found confidence in herself, how the Lord helped her to discover who she is and how priceless she was. And it's she's pretty much going to be educating us on how she did that. And then also, I will also be sharing my struggles and we'll just be having a conversation. So indulge us as we talk, as sisters do. So help me welcome my dear sister, Barbara Hyde. Hey, Babs. Hola, como estas? Bien, y tú? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank God, thank God, thank God. How you feeling today? Happy uh, belated birthday, thank boo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Getting I, older, oh, wiser, amen. smarter. Amen. Um, more beautiful. More beautiful. Guys, please forgive us. I'm sipping on water and we're chewing grapes. So no, she's chewing grapes. I'm actually just ready to talk. She chewed grapes first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so you guys to get some grapes or strawberries or blueberries and sit down with a a cup of water, not a cup, get a wine glass and put water in it or sparkling oh, water. Oh, bottle is fine, too. Bottle of water is This okay. is a January bougie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, just relax and have something to eat and then let's let's talk. Let's let's have a, a conversation. Yeah. So, um, Barbara, before we begin, you know I like to do this. Let's play a game. <sighs> I played this last week with Katie, too. Really? It's called Do You Know Your Word? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. <laughs> This is interesting. Oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> I say that to everybody, and then they kind of disappoint me. <laughs> so, well, you already set the tone. So, oh, my um, God. Don't worry. You got this, okay? I got it. I got it. All right. So, I'm just going to ask you four questions. Okay. If you win, you, you get, get a prize. Get a prize. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay? Sure. First question. In what city was Jesus born? Bethlehem? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> woo, 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 me. Good job. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Second question. How many books are in the New Testament? Oh, I know this. I know this. Let me chew the grape while she does the question. <laughs> I'm not going to guess. <laughs> 
Is it 30? Mm-mm. You're close though. 33? Mm-mm. That's his age. <laughs> 36? No, go down. 32. Mm-mm. 31. Mm-mm. You said I was close. You were, but go down. 30. Mm-mm. 29. Mm-mm. 28. Mm-mm. Keep going down. <laughs> Next question, please. Oh, you were close. You were really close. 25. Mm-hmm. Two down. Two down. Two to six. Mm-mm. 27. Thank God. Oh my God. Edit that out. Do not I'm not editing this out. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> okay. Third question. What type of insect did John the Baptist eat in the desert? Oh, um, locusts? Mm-hmm. I'm crapping my hands. Crap, crap. <laughs> so that's two out of two out of three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one. It was too easy. I no, I, give me the easy ones. <laughs> what do you mean it's too easy? <laughs> okay. Who is the husband of Hannah in the Bible? I don't know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hannah. Give me, what does it start with? E. E. Oh, L, 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 I can't pronounce it. L, Kim, or L, L, something. L. You're close. L. That's how I remember. L. <laughs> L, what? Elkanah. There you go. Why did I say L, Kim? You know what I meant. That's but that's it. a person, Eliakim. Ask me one more. Okay. Last question. What do you mean, last question? You said four. You said extra one. I should no, give it's another okay. one. Oh, okay. All right, then. I'm sorry, you didn't get a prize though. Because I got three out of four? Mm-hmm. No, two out of two. No, two out of four. No, wow. Well, three well, and a half. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah. Were, it wasn't mine. It's yeah. okay. I'll give you your prize though. As a late birthday present. All right. So let's get into today's episode. So today's episode, we're talking about self-worth. And we're talking about it in the sense of... We're, we're talking as, as females. Because it's something that I believe that a lot of women or young girls my age, older, younger experience they experience that the the setback they put themselves in situations situationships they put themselves in situations that they shouldn't be in because they don't value themselves and you know as believers we are we are priceless because we were bought with the priceless blood of Jesus so we are going to have a conversation pretty much to kind of enlighten ourselves about our journeys to self-worth you know, some of us are still, myself included, some of us are still in that journey and some of us who have completed that journey of, of getting to know themselves and getting to love themselves and value themselves. So we're going to talk about it and then we're also going to speak to those that are listening that might have a struggle with self-worth. So let's get into today's topic. So Barbara, what is self-worth in your definition? So for me, I will have to, I always think about self-worth as how you how you truly feel in the inside Mm -hmm. because I think that um a lot of people sometimes kind of misunderstand what self-worth and what self-esteem means Mm. I'm sorry self-confidence and Mm self-confidence what those um it's like it kind of it can overlap sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I really truly believe that self uh, self self-worth is how you really truly feel in the inside Mm -hmm. so I always think about this is how I try to remember it self-esteem is outside and self-worth is inside okay and I can elaborate a little bit more it's like 
So self-esteem is just being confident in things that you're able to do. Like mm-hmm. you can get all the degrees in the world. You mm-hmm. can have a good job. You can have power. You can mm-hmm. be a CEO. All those things can give you self-esteem because that's what you can actually do. And it's people. It's visible for other people to see. Mm-hmm. But in self-worth is how you really truly feel in the inside. So you can have all of these things. You can have all these achievements, you know, but deep down inside, you still mm. you feel like nothing. So much. can you? Is there a difference between self-esteem and self-respect? I believe so. For me, how how I define is like how how you treat yourself or how you present yourself is how people will treat you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, self-respect is how you like hold yourself up, like how you view yourself, how you how you treat yourself personally, mm. because that's kind of how people treat you, kind of mm-hmm. way. That's how I that's how I personally define it, mm-hmm. pretty much. Okay, then what about self confidence? So self confidence for me, it's um. I'm trying to give you an example. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just say you go on a job interview, right? Mm-hmm. You, you send out your resume. Mm-hmm. They they call you to come to the job interview. But while you're sitting, you know that you're qualified for the job. This is not one of those things where you've lied on your resume. Oh, actually, everything. It's like 99% your... of every guy in. <laughs> not me. I'm that one percent. Okay? Amen. <laughs> but everything <laughs> on that resume is something that you've actually done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you go there. You're waiting for them to call you. But then deep down inside. You're like, oh, I don't belong here. Mm, that's not confident. That's not confident. You don't have self-confidence. Because mm-hmm. although you know that everything that's on this resume you're not lying about, mm-hmm. you start to doubt yourself. Like it's like mm. you don't have the confidence in yourself that you're worth it to have this position mm. that you're about to be called on. So it all ties in together. It self-confidence, self-esteem, everything. Self-worth. But I think for me, the biggest one is your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Because being that that's from inside, mm-hmm. once you work on the inside and everything from the outside is okay. It's like a ricochet, ricochet, ricochet. Yeah, yeah. so to me, I feel like there could be a thin line between confidence and pride. Can we define that thin line? I feel like, no, I feel like pride is when you feel like I have arrived, Mm. it gets no better than me. But can confidence also let you do that? I feel like you can, you confident being confident is knowing that okay, I know how to do this thing. But I know my help come from somewhere, mm, which is God, God. Uh, of course. Right. But pride is when you feel like, no, this is me. It's I'm doing me. everything by myself. I can do this by myself. I can do this by myself. I don't need anyone to help me do anything. Right. And I feel like it is a very thin line. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when we acknowledge God and all that we do, that's when it's not prideful anymore. You're just confident in what you know that you can do. So that thin line is God. For me, acknowledging personally. God. So yes. pretty much the thin line between confidence and pride is humility. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So let me ask for you, how has self-worth made you a better person? I think a lot of people tell me like, well, I have a lot of confidence in myself. Like I'm very confident in who I am. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of people say that, but like thinking about this, I was, I would say that I just really started having self-worth when I became a believer. Oh, wow. Because I will say that I had self-esteem because I knew like I was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wasn't dumb. Like I can carry a conversation with whomever, whatever, you know, like I can talk about anything. Right. So I knew that I wasn't dumb. I knew that I was beautiful. So in that sense, you can say like, oh, I feel like I had it all because mm-hmm. I was, you know, I had my self-esteem. But self-worth is basically, even though I had all of these things, deep down inside, something was lacking in mm. me. So even though people was like, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you have a nice body. Oh, this, this, nine thirty. It was something that was lacking because whatever was lacking, 
truly reflected in the decisions that I made mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. So if it was just being in relationship, I remember I was in a relationship for off and on for like 10 years and I found out that the guy was cheating on me. <sighs> and this I knew I had no self-worth because even though I, even though I knew he was cheating on me, I still said to him, I will still stay in a mm-hmm. relationship with you, even though I knew Even though you knew he was even cheating. Even though I knew that he was cheating on me. Uh-uh. So that goes to tell you that I had zero self-worth because I didn't know, like, inside Your out. Your value. I didn't, I'm like. So let, let's let's kind of get into that. So, like, if, if somebody, because I know, you know, the Bible gives, let's say for married people, the Bible gives us that leeway that if you're significant other if your spouse is accused of infidelity you're allowed to leave the marriage Mm -hmm. lawfully before god right but then the bible also advised that if you can take them back do so right so in in the case of when a spouse takes back a cheating spouse is that considered as maybe the person doesn't can we talk about that like how maybe the person values themselves to stay with someone who I think with that is different mm-hmm. only because of the vow that they've made mm-hmm. to God so like they it was a covenant between him her and God right. so only I feel like only God can really have anything to say about that because I'm thinking for myself if I'm married mm-hmm. <laughs> God forbid something like that happened to me cuz it's like the Bible tells us that even if you divorce them, you can't marry, marry anyone. So mm-hmm. what are we doing here? Take my chances. <laughs> exactly. Not saying that you should because, um, yeah. But I'm just saying that. <laughs> that <laughs> I'm just saying that if that happens, that's between a man, a woman, and a covenant that God has. You know, we're talking them. about premarital relationships that, no. because i feel like foundations foundation is everything true right? so whatever you build on is what is going to continue so if we're already we are only dating and we only i'm trying to get to know each other and you start cheating on me god know where this is going to go after we get married but do you do you believe do we believe that people change i do you know so it's possible that maybe it was a one time i mean not- I, I don't believe in this I don't know. Right, but not for me. I'm mm. sorry, but we're dating for you because for me, of your, your self Yes. For me, I feel like I've worked so much on myself and I'm still working on myself. Mm-hmm. So if I'm working this hard on myself and you know what I stand for, that's one of the things that you know I stand for. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I'm not going to take you back if you cheat on me. And you still decide that you want to cheat on me. That's fine, but I'm not staying with you. Because mm-hmm. I feel like what you allow is what, what will continue right. in a relationship. Right. So I'm not saying that people don't change. I do believe that people change, mm-hmm. but that's not my cup of tea. Mm. I like coffee, and that's yeah. <laughs> I like coffee, <laughs> and that's because you know your your self worth. Yeah. So has there ever been a situation in your life where you okay? Well, before you said you you became you became confident in yourself yeah. after you met Christ. Right, right, Was yeah. there ever a time? No, I started to know my my worth when you met Christ. When I met Christ, okay. Yes, but you had self esteem. Yes, and you were confident in yourself. Yes, I had self confidence in certain things, not mm. all things. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I'm confident in what I do as like I'm a social worker. So when I go okay. to work every single day, confident. I'm confident because mm-hmm. I could do that with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone tell me come do a podcast, that's not my line of duty. So, of course, I'm going to have a little resistance right, there right, because right. that's not what I'm used to doing. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like anything that I'm not familiar with, my self-confidence doesn't really show up mm-hmm. there because I'm not really familiar with that thing. Mm-hmm. But if I know that I'm able to do it, the confidence come out. Okay. So, I think you can have, you can do something or you can not have self-confidence in certain things 
and have self-confidence in other things, if Mm -hmm. it makes sense what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So you were talking about how you had uh, an ex who was cheating on you and you stayed. Yeah. Pretty much on and off. Mm. So can we talk about how self-worth or the lack thereof can cause one to make mistakes in choosing life partners? Yeah, absolutely. Because I I feel like you don't really know what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was young. Obviously, he was older than me, but I was younger. So I was thinking to myself, this is like the end or be all. If you leave me, who's going to want to be with me? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I already had a kid and, Mm -hmm. you know, you love me and everything else. So deep down inside, I guess I did not that I guess. I know that the worth wasn't there. I didn't really value myself as a woman, mm-hmm. as a as a mom, mm-hmm. as a human being. Because if I did, why would I be settling for something like that? Right. So I feel like once you get to know yourself, you value yourself, you know what you're worth inside. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that you wouldn't stand for. Because I know at this time, I'm not even going to talk to you if you have a girlfriend or you're mm-hmm. looking at someone else. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was willing to be with a man that cheated on me, that was still cheating and I was still willing to be in a relationship with that man. Mm, wow. I know Christ coming into the picture changed it. But in you, what steps did you also have to take? Because the, the word of God is there. When Christ comes into our lives, he brings the word of God and the Holy Spirit to transform and change mm-hmm. our lives. But you also have to work. Because the word of God is there. But if you don't work hard, the transformation is never going to occur. Yeah. So what steps did you also have to take? I think what my pastor always say, we learn, we unlearn, and then we relearn. Mm. Right? So from whatever I had, whatever I've learned, obviously, once you're downloading the word of God in you, everything else that's in you that's not supposed to be there, it comes, it kind of come out. Mm-hmm. I think when I, um, I love this um, the scripture that says, like, before... Um, you were formed. I knew in your mother's womb. Right. So yeah. I feel like that alone gives me a lot of like hope. Like, mm-hmm. wow, it's somebody that that kind of like he knows the amount of hairs on my head. Like, who else knows that by God? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like reading the scripture, actually seeing the scriptures come to life for mm-hmm. me personally, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, it's someone that loves me unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Like he, the, this person loves me regardless of what I've done in the past. Mm-hmm. This person doesn't bring out, bring up things that I've done in the past. He, this person loves me through it all. Mm-hmm. So it's just that once I got to know God more, the more I begin to fall in, my, fall in love with myself more. Mm-hmm. This is like, oh, this is it. This is lit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so if, when it comes to falling in love with yourself, Tell me some of the things that you you love about yourself. Like when it comes, if it's maybe physically or personality wise, spiritually, like what are some of the things that you look at yourself and like, God, you, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, so I'm wonderfully, not fearfully. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never fearfully made. But I think for me, the reason why I was able to have that type of self-esteem in the way I look is because it was ingrained in me when I was a child. Mm. Like growing up, literally everyone told me that I was beautiful. Mm -hmm. My mom, my dad, my family, like everyone. So I think for me growing up, it's no way that you can tell me that I'm ugly and I'm going to believe you. That means you're not looking at You're looking at something (laughs) else. You're not looking at me. So I think for that, it was... I, you hear it every single day. I hear mm-hmm. it. I hear it. I hear it. So I just knew that I was pretty. Even sometimes when I don't feel like my, my most prettiest and I'll go to my mom and she's like, wow, you look nice. And I'm like, all right, mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I think one of the things that I love about myself is my smile. Like yeah, my ability to yeah. just laugh 
through it all. Like I can be going through something and you will never know. I mm-hmm. try to be able to, I'm an overcomer, really. Overcomer. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm always to overcome a lot. I'm able to, um, I'm not a pessimistic person. I'm an optimistic person. Mm-hmm. So everything that happened to me in life, I'm not really sad about it. I try to look on the other side of things and just be like, oh, okay, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So I think I love that about myself. Beyond my looks, because your looks eventually is going to fade away, mm-hmm. right? This body is not going to be here forever. I love the fact that <laughs> I love the fact that I'm able to relate to people. Mm. Um, I love the fact that I'm able to empathize and sympathize with people. Yeah, so I feel like those are some of the qualities that I have in me that I really admire about myself a lot. And I really don't like dwelling on my looks mm-hmm. because... One day we all gonna perish. It's like what's inside of you is what matters. True. So I I really try not to even think about it <laughs> at all. It's like it is what it is. I'm trying to work on myself mm-hmm. as a person, as a mom, as a sister, as a friend, as a daughter. I feel like that's what I try to really work on. Um, and then everything else is like, all right. Mm. So let's talk about as as believers because you know we, you did mention the scripture in Jeremiah that he told Jeremiah that before I formed you in the womb mm-hmm, I knew you. Mm-hmm. We also know the scripture I praise you because I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. We also know the scripture for I know the plans that I, I have, have for you. you. So yes, so it's like we see these scriptures. What do you think the word of God has to tell us about self worth? Is it is it wrong? In the eyes of God, if we don't have self-worth? Oh, is it wrong? Or do you think it's wrong? I'm not saying... So, right. So, do I think that it's wrong? Yes. Mm. Because this is what the Word of God is telling us. Mm-hmm. So, it's written. Mm. This is what he's telling us. Um, I love you. Um, and I love the scripture that says, seek, seek ye first the kingdom of God. <laughs> I love that because it's like once you see God, I feel like everything else mm. kind of comes. It, like it blends all together very beautifully. Right. Because imagine me trying to go out and doing everything by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have self-worth and have self-esteem and have self-confidence. And I have nothing backing it up. Mm-hmm. What is the substance? It's nothing backing it up. Right. So I, it has no substance. For me, that substance is the word of God. Mm. So I don't, I, I, I will say I think that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that it's wrong because you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. this is what God is, is telling us. He's urging us to do. Mm-hmm. He's telling us that he loves us unconditionally. Mm-hmm. So I feel like before you love anyone or before you give yourself to anyone, have God in you first mm-hmm. and love yourself first through the lens of God. Right. That's, that's what I I'm totally thinking. Agree. Yeah. I remember, but uh, I also want to ask a question because I, I remember. So, like, I thought this is a, this is a conversation. Oh, so. I will be so I said, 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 I <laughs> oh God! Mm-hmm. So, has it has it ever been an instance mm-hmm. where you feel like you felt like you weren't enough? I wasn't enough. Yes. Yeah, on countless occasions, and that's actually two. what I was about to. Yeah, just give us two. Pets. That's it. <laughs> that's actually what I was about to ask you. I was about to say that. Us, even though you know, maybe you you see this in the Word of God. You're trying to look at yourself in the lens of God, or in God's eyes. You're trying to see yourself in God's eyes. 
like sometimes I feel like situations can cause you to to doubt yourself mm-hmm. or to look down mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. or disrespect mm-hmm. yourself and see yourself as worthless. Yes. And I think that happened to me because I shared on the journey before that I was in a relationship that that relationship was where I almost lost my virginity. And I felt like my virginity, my virginity. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is Oxford Dictionary you're talking to me. Okay. That's, that sounds so Spanish, my my virginity. <laughs> I feel like my virginity too is a big part of my self worth. Like hmm. it's a really big part of how I see myself yes, and how I value myself. I feel like if I were to ever lose my virginity before I get married, I think it would devalue me tremendously. Tremendously. Mm-hmm. So um, I was in a relationship, and I, I and it's funny because just on my birthday, I actually shared this with with you and, mm-hmm. and Susie for the first time ever. I was in a relationship where the person did not value me, mm-hmm. and because I didn't value myself, oh. I stayed. The person would talk to me anyhow. He would treat me anyhow. He would talk about my family anyhow. But I still stayed because I thought that there were things that I needed to let God fill the voids in my heart, the voids in my in my being that I needed to let God fill that I wasn't letting him fill. Yes. So I was trying, I was seeking that from this person. Yes. He wasn't giving it to me, but I was like, okay, I have you. You need to, you need to give that to me. And it was like, it was like Everybody knows I'm a thick person. I'm, I'm a, I've always been a heavy person ever since. Yes, unapologetic. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, so like to the point where the person will, will give me supplements and teas and all that stuff to make me lose weight, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, because in his eyes, I wasn't the ideal yeah, girl. Right, I was supposed right, to be right. slim, mm-hmm. but I'm not slim. Nope. Now in 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 who I am now and with everything with the growth that I have and I, um, the growth that I've attained over the years since then, if you don't like me because I'm fat, then go find a skinny girl. Someone else is gonna like me because I'm fat. You know what I mean? But at the time, I didn't think I didn't think like that. Right. I wanted to do those things because he told me to. Right. You know, so I have devalued my. I, I feel like I didn't value myself, and then I've even. At that level that I was, I devalued myself mm-hmm. to fit his standards, right. you know? So that was a situation that I, in, in my life, that that caused me to to not see myself right. as and I, valuable. You mentioned something about filling the void. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of women, if I can speak on behalf of a lot of women, mm. I feel like that's what we always try to do. We always mm. try to seek something to fill whatever void mm-hmm. it is that we're missing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me... It wasn't so much that I was, yeah, well, nope, let me not sugarcoat it. I was seeking. Even though I was mm-hmm. getting the attention of different men, mm-hmm. it was something that obviously that I was lacking mm-hmm. because the attention was coming and I used to just love it. Mm-hmm. I used to just love it. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we go out, we do this, we do that, we do, we do this. And mm-hmm. it's just like, whatever the void is, it's not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I remember um, my the last, and I think I shared this before, the last relationship that I was in, I remember the whole me trying to transition from, you know, being a believer because, you know, I believed in God. Yes, yes, yes. And I remember I will um, have sex with him and it will be, I would get up and I'll feel so empty. Like mm. while, the, while the act was going on, of course, it you was good. But it. it's like whenever I, would, I was done, it was just void. Mm. That it left me feeling more empty, and I was just like, "What is this mm. that I'm not?" But I, I promise you, not when I became a believer, when I became, you know, 
my pastor literally walked me through what it's like to be celebrated for God or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't crave that anymore. Mm. And it's like when you when you say these to people, they look at you like you're crazy. But mm-hmm. it's no, it's really true. Right. I don't right. I don't look for a man to be like, oh, come fill me up. Because mm-hmm. it's something that's filling me up that no man can ever do yes. for me. And that's yes. God. Amen. So I think when he says seek him first, mm-hmm. we really have to seek him yeah. first. Because he he does it all. He does it all. Like he Karen, I'm telling you, he does it all. He like does I'm it all. Oh, don't let me start blabbering on. <laughs> <laughs> like in, in with what you're saying with the void thing, I always I, I always put it in the sense that there is for every person out there, you know, the Bible tells us that God knows them that are his. Mm-hmm. Those that are gods or those that belong to God, everybody has a God-shaped void in their heart. Yeah. And I'm even I, I see it as a puzzle, a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And, an incomplete puzzle. Mm-hmm. So an incomplete puzzle, there's one puzzle piece left that yes. needs to complete the puzzle. But I'm trying to find other pieces to, to put it. It, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. fit. It doesn't fit because that's not what the puzzle needs to be completed. Talk about so it. when I find that piece and that God-shaped void, when I when I put God into that that void, I was okay. Yeah. I'm complete. Like I don't care. You know? You know what I mean? And since then, I, I, and you know, to be honest, I won't, I will like, like you said, I won't sugarcoat it. But since then, I have found myself in situations where it was like, I will, I see that someone is interested, mm. and I'm like, okay, let me give him a chance, or let me, let me, let me entertain and see where this goes. But then it's like, and then God never plays with me when it comes to relationships. So he's like, eh, eh. and it, it, it works. But I feel like before. Before, because I didn't love myself as much, and then, you know, two episodes ago, I shared um, on was it no three episodes ago, mm-hmm. I shared um, the scars of the past episode mm-hmm, about how mm-hmm, I was bullied all mm-hmm, the way from. Mm-hmm. A lot of that made me want and crave attention, attention right, and yeah. not just from girlfriends, but from boyfriends. Yeah. In the sense that when I sensed that someone liked me, I was like, okay, if you like me, hallelujah. It, yeah. Even if I don't like you, I will I will end mm-hmm. up liking you eventually. Mm-hmm. Right, because force the violence shall take away. I will like because it's like for the first time it's like someone is giving me that attention Tension. that I've always wanted and it's like I'll always have a crush on a guy and the person will reject me mm-hmm. or I would say that especially with that remember I was telling you guys two episodes ago about when the, the Italian guy was like I was like oh he found out that I had a crush and he's mm-hmm. like eh, I don't date black girls mm-hmm. so it's like I always ended up going for things that were I'll say out of my reach quote unquote so it's like when my first relationship, I was 16 because the guy liked me. To be fair and to be honest, I liked him as a friend, but because he liked me, like I was him. like, okay, you know, let's like let's me do it. So I like you, know. you. And then I ended up doing like I really did like him mm-hmm. at a point, but it was like when a guy will come and ex- express interest, I entertain them. Like even if but I know that you had no interest in the beginning, you still because you you wanted to yes the the the, the thought of feeling wanted you mm-hmm. want someone to want you yes that's what it is and that that alone yeah. was satisfying yeah you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not not to the point when some random person follows your DMs I'm like oh my god get out of my get out yeah. like right now it's like when someone comes my way I'm like oh lord yeah you know because it's like I don't need that right now I don't want it right now in God's time hallelujah but back then before. Before, before God found me, God, thank you. <laughs> but before then, it was that's all I wanted. So I think for me, for me, God, God, oof, God is the only man I, I needed. Yeah, but I think. To, can I dig a little deeper? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm even thinking 
can we say that it's because we crave these type of attention because of the attention that we weren't getting from our home? Yeah. Can we go there? Definitely. Because I'm even thinking that um, I came here when I was 12. My mom wasn't around. Mm-hmm. My dad loved him, but he was always working because mm-hmm. he had three kids to take, take care, care of, of, you know? So he was always gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I had three brothers. They're boys. Mm-hmm. They're doing whatever. So it, mm-hmm. it was basically just me by myself. Right. Um, so I think maybe for me, not maybe, for me, it mm-hmm. was I'm craving this attention because this is not the attention that I was getting from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tell me that I'm pretty and you tell me that I'm beautiful all mm-hmm. the time, but I need you to sit, listen to me, talk with I me. I need like, more. Yes, yes. Right. So yes. someone that's gonna sit and talk to me and listen to me and make me laugh, that's who I'm drawn to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that it's fair for us to say that whatever we were in getting from our home is we're what seeking we were... from outside. Okay. And I, I totally agree because I was it's funny enough. I was on my way here. I was listening to the single parenthood part three with mm-hmm. Lord mm-hmm. and I was talking to him about in the show. I was listening to how I was telling him that I applaud him for being there for London. Right. And I always said as a kid, even as a child, I was like, God willing, when I get married and I have a daughter, my husband needs to take her on dates. He needs to show her that I love you and I'm going to protect you. I'm, I'm, I care for you and all that stuff. So the point that if some random worthless guy comes her way not even gonna look she's not even going to look their way yeah. because it's like what can you give me that my, my father doesn't give, give me exactly you know and i'm sorry to say i love you daddy <laughs> me too daddy i love you <laughs> i love you daddy but you know my father was pretty much a father to us at home but he was a father to church the church and it's like he was the national head so Mm -hmm. he had he was um in charge of churches not just in new york but jersey atlanta florida canada i think there was one in seattle where all over you know so he was traveling he was doing all these things where he comes home from work you know so i i didn't get that fatherly love that i i wanted even though now my dad and i are cool but like at the time, I what I needed, I didn't get from yeah, him. I agree. So, yeah. So, you know, I think that also, that's that's why God, I, you know, I think when I look into the, the scriptures, and my father taught me this too, about how God fathers us through our fathers. Mm-hmm. So if there's a father who does not dote on their child or, or love their child or give the attention that is needed to the, the, the child. The child looks for the attention Someone elsewhere else. and doesn't even bother to say, oh, I'm trying to get it from God because it's like, you know, like how do how do I get fatherly love from someone I, I can't see, see yeah. when the person I do see is not no, giving it to me? No, it's true. You know, so. It's true. And even, um, you know, trying to piggyback off what you said, the relationship that I have, I have with my father now mm-hmm. is a relationship that I was wishing for when I was 13. Mm. You know, mm. like I can call my dad and we can talk on the phone for hours. I can literally call my dad and be like, I need money mm. or this and that. And it's done. But back in the day, I didn't think like we didn't have mm-hmm. that relationship mm-hmm. because he was working. Right. He had to provide for, and I don't fault him for that because he had to do what he had mm-hmm. to do. But I don't, I don't want to even make it seem like that's an excuse to why, you know, we were doing whatever we were doing, but it has a big yeah. major part to yeah. do with it. Yeah. It, it plays it a role. Absolutely. It definitely plays a role. It does. Because I'm even thinking in the sense, a pastor always says that our parents give to us what they, they, have. they have. They can't give and what they don't have. Yes. Yeah. And you know, the, the best thing they know, that I feel like the best way I can show my children love is to provide a roof over their head and, and food, food for them the to eat. So I, it's like, that. that's their definition of showing yeah. love. But especially coming into this country, you see 
fathers with it on TV, how fathers and daughters are supposed to be like. And you want that, yeah. you know? And I'm not saying daddy... <laughs> Me too, daddy. I'm not saying, you know, because there, there was a time, I think, every birthday my dad would wish me happy birthday, mm. give me money. Mm-hmm. Or one time, Valentine's Day, he bought my mom a card and flowers and they got me a balloon, mm-hmm. which was cute. I like that. You know, and now my father and I, even though, like, my dad is old. We have a wide right, age right, gap. Right, right, so, right, like, right. even now when, when we're talking, it's, like, straight to the point. How are you? How's work? How's school? How's, how's church? Okay. We'll talk. Bye. Bye. That's it, you know? But... I love him, yeah. you know, and it, 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 it's okay. But I do believe, going back to what we're talking about, I do believe that the lack of my father's presence in my life, even he was there. He wasn't an absent father. He was, he was there, there, but, but he, wasn't there. he wasn't there. Yeah, I know exactly know? what you so, I think that's a, lot of, that's a lot of the reality for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of um, young women. It's like, yeah, my dad was there, but my dad wasn't really there. Yeah. Because I couldn't come to you when I was... And I feel Mm -hmm. like African parent, and I don't like using that term because I am an African parent, (laughs) but they don't really make it comfortable for their children to come and And talk talk to them about things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, who do I then, who do I go to talk to? When I see that first guy that's trying to give me attention... Oh, of course I'll go there because he's listening. Because he's he's listening listening to me. Even though he's he's not really listening, let's be honest here. He wants But he's listening. Mm -hmm. You know? Or we feel like he's listening. Exactly. It's true. But then coming back to relationships and singlehood which is one thing i also want us to talk about because you've been single for <laughs> um let me count hold on what, what year is this 2020 2020 so i would say five years now oh wow i'm almost there yeah yeah it's five or four no five five when years we go to virginia east of 16 so four years. Four years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been single for three. Yeah. For three. And- but sing- it's the difference between being single and being single. Single. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm serious. Mm, okay. Want me to explain? Yes, please. Right. So I've been single for four years, but I've been single, single for like a Two year. Two months. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so. so what is single and what is single single? So for me, <laughs> single is like, you know, it's just you. You don't have feelings for no one. You don't have no one like behind you, chasing you. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. nothing. That means you're, you're, you're single. single. What about single, single? No, that means you're single, single. But what about single? Single is... You're not you, dating, but you you're not you're dating, talking. but you're talking to other people. Okay. You still have feelings for this one here. You're still trying to figure out what this one is doing. This one's still calling. Let me slide through. Mm, okay, yeah. That's single. And I was just single a year ago. But single, single, it's been four. Wait, don't. Say that again. So I've been single. Mm-hmm. So single meaning... That you still entertain There's attention from other people. Mm-hmm. So that's single. That's single. Single, single is nobody. Nobody. So you've been single for how many years? Four, Four. years. And then single, single for a year. For a year. Well, for a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That You're on the journey, right? You're on the journey. Right. <laughs> so I've been single, mm, single for a couple of months. Same yes. here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, that, that relationship I was talking about—that was my last. That's, that's been my last relationship, mm. and I, that's the thing for me. I told God, I was like, my next relationship is my husband. Right. So right. I'm, I'm not. If I don't, if I don't, if I don't get that from God, if when a guy comes my way, I'm like, nah. Yeah. I'm not wasting my time anymore. Mm-hmm. That was just like three weeks ago. Right. But. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Another show on single and single, single. We will, we will. Pastor's coming off of that. Oh, never mind. I'll stay home. <laughs> no, 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 no. We could do no, it. I'll just, no, I'll just listen. When Pastor comes, I don't talk, okay? <laughs> when when Pope is in town, he's got keys. No, whoa. seriously, it's a show on its own. Okay, we could do one and then have his, yeah. his take on it. Because, like I said, after that relationship, that's when I, thank God, thank God, that's when I moved to Jersey. Mm. And Am I really going to try to have a relationship in my brother's house? No. No. And now we live on top of church. So exactly. Nah. <laughs> the Holy Spirit will be there. Oh, no. <laughs> but there was, I think, a year later, I was fine. I think. But then there was always, like, a tent guys coming from mm-hmm. here. Yeah, right. When I was in... When, like, I, there was a guy that I knew in New York for years. When mm-hmm. I moved here, all of a sudden, he was like, oh, I like you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how come you didn't tell me all this time? when Because right. I liked him, too, at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was like, so, like, we'll talk for a little. And I'm like... I just didn't feel good. I'm just like, no. So we stopped talking. Then after him, another one will come. We'll talk. Like, not talking in the sense of relation, but like, we'll talk all the time. And then I see, and you know what then I, I used to do? We know. Females, we know. We know when a guy likes you. And I know that they like, the, mm-hmm. they like me. Mm-hmm. But instead of like cutting off all communication right then and they were not indulging them or entertaining them. I would entertain them. Uh. Yeah, because you like the thought of, Pastor always tell me, you like the thought of it. You like entertainment. True. Like you like it. You like being able to call someone and talk, and talk to, to them. You like being able to be like, oh, what's up? What you doing? Let's mm-hmm. go hang out. Like you like that. Even though sometimes you have, you know like this person is not it. Mm-hmm. But you but just you, like the good morning text. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. know, you wake up and then there's like a good morning. Meanwhile, you haven't even heart. opened your Bible to oh, say good morning to God. <laughs> good morning, sweetie. How you doing? Good morning, beautiful. I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jesus is there like, good morning. Can you look at me? Good morning. <laughs> no, but like, you know, that's what I was doing for, I think for literally for the whole 2018. Mm-hmm. I was like that. Like, yeah. it was like someone will come and then I'm like, okay, then no. Until ending 2018 where... My friend introduced me to um, this young man, mm-hmm. and he was substantially older. Mm-hmm. So, and already you know we know what pastor says about age difference. Mm-hmm. So that was already a, a like a oof for me. Red gold green flag <laughs> wasn't just red. Red gold green <laughs> with a brass star. <laughs> you know, it, I was I was like, but I was I I don't know. I really I really connected with this person. Mm-hmm. First thing I did was tell pastor. Pastor was like, no. <laughs> You know. <laughs> well, he didn't say it in those exact words. Right. He said he pretty much was like, "You need to to be single before, because mind you, it's just a year after that other relationship." So he's like, "You need to be single before you think about being in a relationship." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Okay," but I was still talking to the person. Yeah. But you know, one thing that I was always the one initiating contact. I was right. always the one initiating communication. He would never call me every time I would call him. Nikreditasa. He lives in Ghana. His credit is finished, mm. or he doesn't have Wi-Fi. If you're listening, I, you know you know I'm talking about you. <laughs> no, but like no, for real. So we, I went to Ghana, and I didn't. And I'm not saying this behind his back because I did share this mm. with him. And I was, I went to Ghana, and it was like I was the one always pushing for, right. let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. But one thing I did do was that when I was about to go, I prayed to God. I was like, God, I really like this person. But these are some of the red flags that I see already. So when I go to Ghana, let this person reveal everything about his personality to me in this short time that I'm going to be there so that this, the decision is made. Right. So when I went to Ghana and all of that happened to the point where dude will not 
acknowledge that I exist. Mm. You know, we'll go to a program together and then he would leave me and go be with his friends. Meanwhile, I'm in Ghana. I don't know anybody. Well, thank God. I knew some people virtually. So they will keep me company Mm -hmm. at the program. But this is the person you, you and I are going to this program, but you left me twice, you know? So it, it got to a point, I think when I came back to the U.S., it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm better than that. If you don't like me, you don't like me. Just mm-hmm. tell me that you don't. Don't waste my time. My time is too precious to be right. wasted. So I feel like for me, when I look back at that time, this was just last year, actually. When I look back at that time and I see where I was in 2017 with that, I feel like that itself was growth to the point for me, like, my time is too precious to be wasted. So I'm not going to let you waste my time. And then I moved on. Right. So is that self-worth? Self-esteem or self-confidence? Which one would you, with this situation? Which with this one situation? Would, yeah. I'll say self-worth. Absolutely. I'll say ding, self-worth. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, for the win. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. know, so, and even from then to, and from then to now, he says, I'm, I'm mean to him now, but I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not entertaining you anymore. Exactly. Because you, you had a, you had your chance. And you didn't you didn't capitalize on it, so I'm I'm done and I'm I'm over it. Yeah, you know. So, but since then, I've I've gotten to a point where I don't entertain people anymore. And even if I thought I had feelings, but I'm like, oh. And thank God, God has blessed me with amazing sisters. That as soon as I feel like I have feelings for someone, I just I'm like, yo, this is how I feel. And then they're like, Karen, snap out of it. You know, Bible says fresh. Peter chapter three, walk with like-minded people. Yeah. So I think that's one of the, the the next steps to it. You asked me one question. I've been talking for 20 minutes. Today's <laughs> your show. So take over. No, but it's it's really true because I feel like when you have self-worth, mm-hmm. it's so much easier for you to have like a high self-esteem and high yeah. for you to have, have high self-confidence. Self-confidence. Because they're all like overlaps but mm-hmm. it's not the same thing so that means can we say self-worth is the umbrella and yes. everything else comes, comes down okay. i believe I, I truly believe that mm-hmm. because you can have self-esteem if you don't have self-worth you still mm-hmm. like i'm thinking about about a person that's like owns like a big company mm-hmm. like you're a ceo you have com- you have money you have wealth you have mm-hmm. a family you have um the self-esteem because you have all these things on the outside mm-hmm. of you can see like you're big mm-hmm. But deep down inside, you always you still see yourself like, as, yes. okay. So that's still, there's something still broken that needs to mm. be fixed. So I believe like self-worth is the umbrella, mm-hmm. the big umbrella, and all the little branches are the self-esteem, yeah. self-confidence, self-value, all of those things. Mm-hmm. That's what I truly believe. You know, I never really thought about it like that because I always struggle with, uh, let me say up until today, mm-hmm. I always struggle with the true meaning of Self-worth, self-value, self-esteem. Self-confidence, self-confidence self-esteem, and self-worth. Yeah. I always thought they all meant the same. Mm-hmm. But I know esteem means like re- how you regard yourself. And then also worth is how valuable you are to yourself. But I always think, for me, it's easier for me to think inside and outside. Because mm-hmm. worth I is never, in, yes, yeah, I never inside. saw it like that. So now it, under, it makes sense. Right. Like the difference between joy and happiness. Yes. You understand what Joy's I mean? everlasting. Exactly. Happiness is fleeting. There you go. Right. So like, because I'm, I'm even thinking of it in the sense that it's like, for me, it was like, I had low self-esteem. And I, I never, I didn't think I was I was going to actually going to ask you that. It was it point where you ever felt like you had low self-esteem yeah talk about it i I never thought i was pretty i felt like the people that only told me i was pretty was my family they had to say because i'm their family (laughs) (laughs) that's not true (laughs) but you you it's interesting that you said that because Mm -hmm. growing up that's all i heard was from my family Mm, but But it helped you but yeah 
listen, you tell me something, mm -hmm. I'm taking it. Mm. So for me, once they told me that, nobody else can tell me that was ugly. Because this is my thing. This is what they're telling me. Who See, are you a stranger to come tell me that I look otherwise? Exactly. But I didn't eat. That's the thing. Never, never had that kind of mindset. So mm. it's amazing. Same situation, two different Perspective. perspectives. Yes. Because it's like, okay, yeah, mommy. Oh, you look so beautiful. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You, you have to tell me that. You pushed me out. <laughs> You're my mom. You're my mom. You have to tell me that. You know, I, I kind of studied a pattern. It was like, especially with the whole guys thing from from childhood is like oh she's ugly we don't want to we're not we're not we don't want to be friends with mm -hmm. her we don't want to mm -hmm. be around her she's right. ugly she's yeah. this she's that she's this so it's like studying the pattern and how i shared in the scars of the past from one school to the other it was the same thing mm. so i started to feel like okay then it's true, true. right then it's true I, I don't, i'm not pretty i i'm not skinny like everybody else and even now to be honest when it comes, it is a journey. Yeah. And this is the journey. And I'm being yeah. very, very, you know, Tra I thank God for the journey. Because, yes. And very vulnerable because yeah. I don't talk about such things. That's okay. You know, sometimes I go in front of the mirror because I've gained, since I moved to Jersey, I've gained like 70 pounds. Yeah, 70 pounds altogether. I lose 30, gain 30, lose 10, gain 20. Like, I'm always fluctuating. It's always been like that my whole life. Right. I will look at myself in the mirror, and some, sometimes, and even up to now, and this I'm being very honest about. That's why I was, I was asking you earlier that even as a believer, you knowing your worth, can there be times where sometimes you doubt yourself or you look down upon yourself? Because for me, there's been times where I look in the mirror and I'm like, Wow, who's gonna really want you one day? Look right. at this. But can I ask you this? Is this something, whatever you're looking at, is this something that you can change? Oh, yeah, it's just that you don't want to, or you're lazy. I've been lazy to change it. So that's the thing. I feel like Pastor always tells us that it's certain things that we can control, and same thing, some things we can't control. Mm -hmm. um, your weight, you can control that. Mm -hmm. It's by how you eat, by exercising. Mm -hmm. If you have a big nose, can't we can't control it. I mean, some people do, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> of course not. You understand? If, I, if one arm is longer than the other, I can't control that because that's how I was born. But I feel like we also have to focus on the things that we can control. Mm -hmm. As far as when it comes to our weight, and I, I you know, I had the same issue. Which I, I don't see, but okay. Yeah. I eat a lot. I love to eat. We all like to eat. But it's like, you get to that point where you say like, okay, so I'm not only doing this. So I don't... When I say that I need to lose weight, I don't care what other people are telling me mm. how I look, because I look in the mirror and I know what I see. Right. So if, when I if I lose if I lost like let's just say thirty pounds, right, mm. and someone is telling me like, oh, you're fat, if that's all I wanted to lose, then the external factors don't matter to me, mm -hmm. because I knew that I just wanted to lose thirty pounds, mm -hmm. and that's all that I care about. Mm -hmm. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So I think you have to have those honest conversations with yourself in the mirror when you look at yourself if you don't like what you see and you can change it do that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and let's stop making excuses for it True. because honestly if you're praying for god to give you someone that's six feet tall nice bill you can't be walking around sloppy god don't do it doesn't yeah. work like that yeah you gotta work too. on yourself yeah. and I'm, I'm only using the physical as an example but mm -hmm. you can't tell god to give you someone that's humble and you're full of pride True. or you can't tell god to give you someone that's a giver and you're stingy mm -hmm. like god is not going to give you his best when so you're at your worst yeah yeah i agree you understand what i mean yeah. so if you can change that mm -hmm. definitely do that right you're so right yeah so 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 right that's true you know, I never thought about it like that. So thank God for this this yeah. conversation because so it's like self coming back to what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about it in different spectrums of life, All different over. aspects because it plays a major role yes. in everything that you do. Yes, everything in relationships and yes. how you look at yourself yes. and how you, you talk to people. Mm -hmm. Because Pastor always says that you see people how you see yourself. So yeah. if you hate yourself, you're gonna hate everybody around yeah. you. 
you know? So it's like, and then I've also, I also, people, everybody always tells me, like, I feel, I know this, that I have a good heart, mm-hmm. that I know, I know this about myself. And I love that about mm-hmm. myself, that I will, I will go hard and ride, I'll ride, ride or die for someone I care about, love, right? you know? Sometimes I also see that as a weakness mm-hmm. because I, I think you guys talked about it one time on Quarantine Convo that like I end up turning naive. I become naive about certain things. And yeah. I'm always like giving people the benefit of the doubt right. when I, I should have doubted. <laughs> but I always give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, so like there's certain things I do love, but then there's certain things I'm just like, ugh, yeah. you know, that I don't like about myself, which I think is normal. So I think there's a difference between disliking certain characteristics that you can change. Yes versus self self-loathing when you just hate yourself. Self. No, that's different. Right. That one yeah, I don't mean that one I can't relate. Oh, I was about to ask you if you're very serious. No, Pacho Davy. <laughs> no. That one there. I've never gotten to the point where I hated myself. I've hated decisions that I've made, mm-hmm. but as far as me hating myself, no. For what? Ah. Such fine girl like me hates myself. That's ah, right. You go, day. girl. I've experienced. I've already shared it, so I'm not going to go into that. But I, I've, I've, I've experienced hating myself so much that I just wanted to end my life. Wow. And I was just like, and so why, why is is it because what others are saying about you? Because I will say, um, it was a time in my life where I contemplated about. Suicide. Mm. It wasn't because I hated myself. It was because of the decisions that I've made in my life. Mm. And I'm like, wow, I've made some really bad choices in my life. And these are the results of my choices. Mm -hmm. So maybe if I'm not here, it will be good. But it wasn't because I didn't like myself, if Mm. that makes sense. It's because I didn't like the decisions that I made. made. So maybe it's because I didn't like myself. I don't know. But (laughs) what will make you say that? Like At the time, first of all, at the time I was very young. Right. I didn't. No, the, for me, there wasn't more to life than the acceptance of others. Oh, so you it, for you it was people. it was external. Gotcha. And unfortunately, at the time, I felt like I was disliked by my family mm. and disliked by outside people. So, right. So it's like if nobody likes you, why, why, why you be here? here? Mm. You know, that's how that's how it was you. at that at that time. Yeah. So it was we like thank God for God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And I really, I really, it's amazing because if I wasn't here. I wouldn't have come to experience the love that God gives. First of all, if I killed myself, I would have been. Who was who? Yeah, I would have been in, with with. Who was gonna do the journey Lucifer. for us? <laughs> huh? Someone would have. Someone, <laughs> Someone would have. <laughs> you know, so it's like I thank God that that didn't happen. But lack of self worth can really be very very devastating because it can end up with someone ending their life. Yes. And that's a scary part. We just we just honored Mental Health Awareness mm-hmm. Month last month, and that's something that I saw all over that people will will commit. I know a, a boy who was bright, like mm-hmm. so smart, Ghanaian boy mm-hmm. my age, jumped off, I think the fortieth floor in wow. in the Bronx, jumped to his death. Only God knows why. why? But nobody knows what he was battling with right. in his head. Right. I'm thinking about the um, rich people that commit suicide and stuff like that. What, Robin, Robin Williams. You know what I mean? Like from the outside, he had he it all. He makes people laugh. My point exactly. He, he entertains people. He had it all. He had the money. He had yep. the fame. He had the wealth. So from looking at from outside, mm-hmm. it seems like his self-esteem was there. Mm-hmm. But it, it was something that he was mm-hmm. lacking for him to do that. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. We just have to work. It's always about working on your inside first. Mm-hmm. When your inside is beautiful, mm-hmm. 
you, I always say, I think Funke is so pretty. Not yes. that she's not pretty. She's very beautiful. But I love her inside. She, you know, there's some people... I think I, we've also said that to Funke. I always say that about Bianca, too. Bianca is just so pretty. Right. Like she glows. But she doesn't glow because of makeup or her skin or whatever. She it's glows because it's inside. inside. That's what if I always say. If you're pretty say. inside, it shows on your outside. Karen, I'm telling you. I always say that. I'm like, it's like you are beautiful, but it's not from what I'm looking at externally. Mm -hmm. It's something about you mm -hmm. that's so beautiful that yep. it shines through who you are. Yep. And you can that's why you can see some people that are so pretty but so ugly mm -hmm. because their inside is rotten. Yep. So it's just always having to work on your inside mm. and let it manifest through the outside. So what are some of the steps to to doing that as a female? Because let's say, for me, I, I, I'm not there yet. Right. I, I wouldn't say I'm there yet. Right. I feel like I'm growing. Absolutely. When it comes to myself with, I'm growing. True. And it's the journey. Right. So it's my journey. But let's say I'm at level five. And What's the ultimate level? Ten? ten? Oh. Let's say this ten. You're halfway there. I'm halfway <laughs> I'm halfway there. Let's say someone's at negative two. We know that definitely letting God fill that void. Right. Definitely. Right. And like you said, seek ye for the kingdom of God and its righteousness and everything, including self-worth, confidence, it and comes. esteem, it will be added. It comes. But like I said, okay, so that's, I guess that's a step. To yeah, because I, I, I can't give you an answer that hasn't worked for me. Mm. So the only thing or the things that has worked for me is building my relationship mm -hmm. out with God, mm -hmm. literally surrounding myself with people mm -hmm. that will bring you up. Mm -hmm. But yes. then we also like have to remember people. that we can't rely on people to bring us up. True. We always have to bring ourselves up because mm -hmm. somebody's not always going to be there to bring you up. Mm -mm. You understand what I mean? Mm -mm. So for me, God has been my end or be all. Oh. Like, and when I say this, I'm not saying this because this is the journey because me, I don't care about. She's real. That's it. Last two weeks when you when you came, you you were just like emotional and upset. I was mad. I got that day, right? <laughs> yeah, you sure were. I'm like, okay, you pray. She's like, nope. <laughs> Me and God had that relationship. He's my dad. We can talk like exactly. That. You know, and then, like, then isn't that right now that I, he was saying? I'm like, no, exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, but like. For real, it, God has been it for me. Mm. God has been it for me. Whenever I don't feel like going anymore, when I don't, whenever I don't feel like doing, I always literally say I look back to Him because He He's the only thing that has helped me out. Mm -hmm. Of course, having like for me having a spiritual father as well, so yes, having someone yeah. that you're accountable to mm -hmm. because, whew. Hmm. Pastor will have you, my pastor will have you talking about things that you're not comfortable with. Yeah. On, like yep. he stretches you out to yep. also that it can benefit you. So mm -hmm. I think God first, absolutely, a spiritual father, mm -hmm. having people around like you that are like-minded mm -hmm. as well, too, that are willing to help you grow. Mm -hmm. When you fall, somebody is there to pick you. Because yes. you're not gonna feel like yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's just being real. Mm -hmm. But when you're not you don't feel like yourself, you have someone that you can call, you can talk to, they'll give that extra boost. That's true. You keep it going. It's true. Honestly, that's what that that's what I, I totally can't just agree. be around anyone. Mm -hmm. Like I I like peace. So mm -hmm. if you ain't bringing that to my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, another question. So, with what you're saying, I'm thinking about the sense that you have to know what works for you. Absolutely. You know, like it's not no, one size fits all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, know what works for you. Some people like drama, unfortunately. Yeah, no, Other me. people like peace and yeah, quiet, and not me. just I don't to like be drama. right. So it's like you, you know, you have you have to figure out what not even what you have to figure out what works best for you. Mm -hmm. You know, to to move up in in the in those in that level. But mm -hmm. for for me too, I, as you were talking, I'm just thinking about it like. And this is a realization that I had 
especially that after that whole relationship that I was in that time. Because guys, when I when I say it was an abusive relationship, it was an abusive relationship physically, verbally, emotionally, mentally, all the elites abusive. Physical. Physical. Mm. Grabs hand, mm. twists. Wow. Yeah. You know, pulls you, shoves you, gropes you in different ways that you don't want to be groped. And it's sexual and I, assault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've forgiven the person, you know, and I'm okay now. But like in between then and now, I've I've talked to God, I've talked to myself, and I, I remember asking him, I was like, God, what did I what did I do? What did I see in him? But with this conversation, I understand what was going on. I didn't value myself. Yeah. I didn't have any self-worth or whatever. Yeah. But one thing I always used to say, and I say even now to future husband, if you're listening or if you're not, whatever, <laughs> wherever you are, wherever you are, <laughs> it's like, and I said this on, was it, I don't know if it was episode six, the one me, you and Lucy did, mm-hmm. or eight or whatever, purity and celibacy, that I I am, I was bought with the matchless, price, priceless blood of Jesus. I am a daughter of a king. Mm-hmm. I'm the daughter of the most high God who created the entire universe, who created the foundations of the seas and of the world, still knows each person. He's omniscient, knows everybody's thoughts. He knows the number of hairs, follicles that are mm-hmm. on our heads. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he, he, he's so detailed. He's so, God is just God, man. Like, you he's know, amazing. like he's, he, you know, he's like even the details in the way, the cycle of the rain, the details in how he made the clouds and all that stuff. But still this man or this God loves me and he calls me his own. He calls me his child. Now, oh, boy, B, you mm. want to come and devalue me? You know what I mean? Like, so coming, letting God fill that void that I had, yeah. coming to understand who I am in his eyes makes me not want to settle for less. Yes. I never want to settle for less. And I think less. that's all that matters is who you are in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what you have to say about me. I don't care how you feel about me. I feel like my if my relationship is intact with God, because I feel like God, we, he, he give all of us convictions. Like, he convicts us. If you're doing something that he doesn't agree with, he will give you, like, he will convict you. So mm-hmm. I feel like once I have that relationship with him and I'm good in his eyes, I really don't care mm-hmm. about how you feel. As long as I'm, co- I'm walking according to his will and his yeah. purpose for my life, yeah. that's what that really matters. It's Anything really else is secondary. Like, yep. I don't care. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. I was, um, I was actually read read the scripture this uh, this morning. It was, it's Zephaniah 317. Zeph- Zephaniah. You know what I mean? Kind you. <laughs> and another thing, Okay. <laughs> It's okay. He only has three chapters. Okay. <laughs> He's a minor prophet. I don't think I'm ever really open to Zephaniah, but I'm going. Zephaniah three seventeen, and it says, "The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In His love, He will no longer rebuke you, but He will rejoice over you with singing." Mm-hmm. And it's like when I read this scripture, I remember I was just—I was actually at work. I was working, and I was laying in the couch, and I was just like, "Wow." And his love, he'll take great delight in you. Like what David said, who am I, God, that you are so mindful of me? Like, you know, just that scripture always, I always say that in my prayer and my praise and my worship to him. Cause it's like, wow. Like that, as I was saying, a God who created the entire universe with spoken word to know me and love me and give me breath and life every single day. Mm-hmm. If he loves me so much that he won't remember my past faults, he won't remember the mistakes I made, but he will rejoice over me with singing or he'll rejoice over me with song. It's like, 
I'm I'm worth I'm worth everything. Yep. You know, I'm worth everything. I everything. You know, so it's like I think that and it took a while to come to that understanding. Like I said, I still have sometimes those thoughts of doubt, but then we thank God so much for his word that reminds us all the time that we are worth yes. whatever we think we're not worth. <laughs> he, did, he didn't die for free. He didn't mm. no. If there was anybody listening out there who struggles to wake up every morning because mm. they don't even want to look at themselves in the mirror or who is in a relationship that is is very toxic for mm. them, but they're in it because they feel like that's, that's the, the best, best they, they can, can do, what, what would you tell them? Oh, wow. So the relationship one, that's not the best that you can do. It's <laughs> like you matter. You matter. You ma- like you ma- God loves you. Despite of whatever it is that you're going through, God really loves you. And I sometimes I really hate sounding so cliche, but it's true. Him, but it's really true. Mm-hmm. It's like God really loves you. Mm-hmm. He didn't die on the cross for you to be in an abusive relationship Mm-mm. with someone. Like, you deserve so much better than that. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of women that are in um, messed up relationship, they really feel like if I leave this relationship, then what? Mm-hmm. Who else is gonna want mm-hmm. me? You know, who else is gonna deal mm-hmm. with me? But I love Sierra and Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that's one of the people that, they're not goals to me. Nobody's goals. But I really love her story as far as how she went from messing with, like, this big-time rapper mm-hmm. to having a kid. And then she found this guy mm-hmm. from what she tells us. He's, like, he's like it. He's wholesome. You know what Very I mean? Wholesome. So it's, like, don't let anyone tell you that um, nobody is going to want you. Or don't let no one tell you, like, you're damaged goods or anything like that. Because, remember, you're planted and not buried. Hmm. Hmm. That's coming soon. But your mindset and not that. <laughs> you can't just say that and then skip past it like you never said it. Please, I beg. Just remember that. What? What? What do you mean? You're planted and not buried. As far as in whatever it is that you're going through, mm. God hasn't forgotten about you. You're gonna blossom. You are. You're gonna blossom. You really are. So whatever, find the strength to get out. And when you get out, don't go back. Amen. Do not go back. They can come back back in a thousand times, but do not go back. Oh my God. Because once you get out, that's it. Just seek God first. Hmm. God loves us all. Despite of what we've done in our past, trust me, and I've done a lot. A lot. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and if I can sit here and talk about God to you. And another mm. thing, you know, just believing in God or serving God doesn't mean that you have to know your Bible from A to B. I mean, A to, like a, a to I was about to say Z. Wow. The Ghana came out of me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> from A to Z. You don't have to, like, you know, we know people that can quote scriptures that that is still not living right. Exactly. There's a difference between quoting and living. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yes, but just literally definitely. have God in your heart mm. and just tell yourself that like, God is all that you have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Without him, you're not, one of my biggest prayers that I always pray is like, God, wow. Who are, who, like, I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Like, if I would have thought that at this time, this is where my life would be, and it's, I know that it's only going to get great, Amen. greater, i just be like, no, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Because from where I came from to now, mm-hmm. I'd be like, no. But I know it's only by the grace and mercy of God. I'm not even worth it to be here, right. but I'm here. Amen. So wherever you are, if you're listening, God loves you. Amen. God wants you to come back to him, Amen. come back to the source. He's pulling you. Oh, he's pulling he's you. He's pulling tugging you. on something. Yep. And, and he loves and you. And you know, you know, oh, you know, there's always a tug yes. in your heart. And you I feel like and God God has given women some special kind of intuition. People say you intuition. Me, I say the Holy Spirit. It now. is the Holy Spirit. I don't say intuition anymore. I say the Holy Spirit. Okay. Yeah, I don't say intuition. I agree. Yeah. I don't know what that intuition is. That's why it's American. 
American English. I am at Bluffle. Yeah, Bluffle. <laughs> I, I say Holy Spirit because he really, he literally yes. tells you. And even, that's what I'm like, that with the whole God knows them that are his. No matter where you are, yeah. if you're his, he will pull you, he will grab you, you will come. You know, yeah. so like with what Barbara is saying, you know, like and with everything that we've talked about, we've talked for a while. Yeah. But with everything that we've talked about, it's all come back to the fact that God is the sole provider of satisfaction That's and it. contentment. And I'm just gonna say, your self worth. But if you have worth, if you know your worth and you know how what you are to God and what all what God is to you. You know that you can't compare yourself to other Mm-mm. people. You know that whatever he's doing for you, you have to focus on what he's doing for you. Mm-hmm. And that's just being satisfied with yourself. Yes. Once you have that, whatever people are doing, you don't care. Mm-mm. Because you know the God that you serve. Amen. So it's true. It's like a big thing, but it all boils down to one to thing. To one thing. Yeah. To one thing. That's it. So we're wrapping up. Oh, this was a long conversation. It was conversation. a long, long conversation. <laughs> but we thank God. I, I do believe, even though, guys, I'm telling you now, we will edit some out because some of it, some of the stuff probably happened. You're not going to hear it in the episode because it was just for me and Barbara's benefit. I'll figure that out later. <laughs> but I really thank God because conversations like this make me realize that I'm surrounded by the right people and God have put has placed me in a position where, you know, as you said, number one, let God fill that void. Yes. Number two, have somebody who is who is a shepherd, who can shepherd you in the life that God wants you to lead. Thirdly, walk with people who are like-minded, who can help you to get to the destiny that God has planned for you. Surround yourself with Jonathans and not Jonadads, not people who will pull you down, but people who will push you up. On that note, thank you, Barbara. Thank for coming for on to the journey. It's so always much. a pleasure. God bless when we, you. I bless you too. It's always a pleasure when when we come on and guys here is the end of episode 22 of the journey podcast thank you so much for listening to the show if you like our show and you want to know more please check out our instagram page at the journey underscore podcast and our facebook page the journey podcast with karen sion um on that note we would like to thank you all so much for the support for the follows the likes the comments you guys just blow our minds and we're so grateful to God for your lives for being part of this journey with us also join us next week again I'm not going to tell you what happens next week join us next week when we we have a show we're going to have an amazing show next week is the 23rd episode of the journey and if you if you don't know already 23 is my favorite number so um join us for the 23rd episode of the journey and the after that there'll be two episodes left of season one as I sh- i've shared in all the previous episodes season one of the journey will be drawing to its close very soon on the 7th of july 7 7 2020 that is the season finale of the journey we're so excited because god has position and planned special people to come onto the show to bless our lives for the hiatus we're about to take. God bless you all so much. I love you all so, so, so much. Remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's all decided by God through times and seasons. I love you all. God bless you all. Enjoy your week. Yeah, have a wonderful week. This is called the journey. Yeah.